Hello and welcome! You're now listening to Fancy on Tour. My name is Fanny and I'm a vagabond from Sweden, currently living the powder dream of Revelstoke. In this show, I will share my stories from traveling with you. Let's get it all started. In the last episode, I told the story of my journey to Revelstoke. When I arrived, I was hosted by my friend Beck in a very cozy home with the most fluffy couches I've ever experienced in my whole life. But my stay in this home was only temporary and I needed to find a place to stay for the winter. I realized that it would be very tough and to calm myself down, I started practicing a lot of yoga. My house hunt led me to a man cave. But my gut feeling said, no, wait a little while longer. And as a gift from heaven, I ended up finding the absolute ultimate home for me. A house with a music room and a hot tub in the garden. Now the story continues and I'm integrating myself in Revelstoke. I arrived in Revy right before Christmas. I could hear people around me talking about the stressful holiday, family gathering and so forth. But I didn't feel any of it. I didn't have any family around, no exciting plans and no stress to deal with either. It actually didn't feel like Christmas at all, except for the fact that we got a huge dump of snow. Well. Fortunately, I made some connections in Revy pretty fast. I had my Swedish friends, who I already knew from home, and their hosts, a very lovely couple from town, who invited us to their home for Christmas dinner. And I had my Canadian roommates now, which was very good, for me to get some connections with a local community. And I just met some nice people randomly here and there. Well, I must say that I've experienced that people here in town are very friendly and open to new people. And right before Christmas, I got invited to a Canadian Christmas party with the theme Ugly Sweater. I looked in my closet and I put on the ugliest sweater that I could find. It was brown and very worn out. It had a couple of holes in it. And I don't know why I brought it with me to Canada. It might have been because I wanted to have something extra to sleep in or something. Anyways, I put it on. I went to the party. But when I entered the house, I felt very misplaced. Everyone were wearing funny Christmassy sweaters with like reindeers and Santas and glitter on them. I went up to a lady at the party and I asked her, wasn't the sweaters supposed to be ugly? <laughs> she just started laughing and gave me a drink and asked if I wanted to try some special Christmas pudding. Special? Christmas padding? That sounded very interesting. What's so special about it? I asked. Well, she said, just take a bite and you'll see. 
excited and hungry as I was, I took a large piece of the pudding and it was very delicious. I didn't understand what was so special about it. Anyways, but like everything at this party, it was special. So special that it seems like I wasn't fully aware of what was happening. And about an hour later, I started to feel very funny and giggly and special. And I will tell you, that turned out to be a very, very special night. According to Wikipedia, Revelstoke has about 8,000 inhabitants. It's a small town, and it looks like nothing I had expected. As it is a mountain town, I thought it would be more like the Alps, with a lot of houses jammed together in a small space surrounded by mountains. But it actually turned out to be a lot of space. The mountains are so much more spread out here than in the Alps, and so are the houses. There are some different neighborhoods in Revelstoke, and they are all characterized in one way or the other. We have Arrow Heights. It's the neighborhood closest to the ski hill. It's a bit of a top-shelf suburban dream with big fancy houses and big gardens and big cars and big... It's off-town, but close to facilities like the hospital and the airport, if you want to take a flight somewhere. And the next neighborhood closer to town is Southside, a.k.a. the Italian area. Yes, even Revelstoke, with its 8,000 inhabitants, have a little Italy. Crazy, huh? Well, there is supposed to be... A very Italian street where every house smells of pizza every day. And I've been walking around and looking for it, but I still haven't found it. But I will continue searching for sure. And there is, of course, the downtown where houses are very old. Yeah, you can actually find a house that is 100 years old. And I tell you, for being in Canada, that is very old. And outside of Revy, there are some other neighborhoods. One is named Johnson Heights. It's close to Highway 1 going towards Rogers Pass. And it is basically a trailer park area where people live in their trailers. And on the other side of the highway, there is a neighborhood named Columbia Park, but it's also called the Zoo of Revy. And that refers to all the different characters that you will find there. There are the ski bums, some foreigners from random places, some party animals, and some locals, I guess. A big diversity, so to say. Pretty exotic. Haven't really been there too much yet, but I'm totally going there for some uh, safari soon. And there is also a neighborhood on the other side of the river called the Big Eddy. And my biggest question is, 
what came first, the Big Eddie Road or the Big Eddie Pub or the Big Eddie Liquor Store or the Big Eddie Gas Station? I think it's like asking who came first, the hen or the egg. Haven't still gotten an answer to it, but anyways, the Big Eddie area is very fascinating. It's like an old American movie, a bit redneck and hick, but I like it. And out of all the areas in Revy, there's also, believe it or not, a Swedish ghetto. Yes, I tell you. There are at least 100 Swedes living in this town. And yes, there is a Facebook group for seasoners in Revy, counting 78 members. And out of these people, about 80% live or have lived in the Swedish ghetto. Fortunately, I'm not one of them. But it didn't take me long until I find my way there myself. That was a typical Swedish song from, from the 2000 and it's called Vidra Tifjellen, We Are Going to the Mountains. And it was like the theme song that uh, everybody was listening to when I was in high school or like uh, elementary school or whatever. So now we are talking about this uh, Swedish uh, ghetto and the Swedish theme, we might as well continue. So I'm going to tell you the story about New Year's Eve. There were some rumors going around in the town about a huge party with over a thousand attendants on Facebook. I was so excited about it, but it got cancelled last minute. So I also got invited to a party at the Swedish ghetto. And even though I'm a Swede, this was very exotic and exciting to me. I mean, there was a group of young Swedes in their early 20s, crazy party animals, that I would never have been hanging out with if it wasn't for a shared passion for snow. And that night, I felt like I was 21 again. I was offered a Swedish snooze, 
something that I haven't had in five years. I put it under my lip and enjoyed it together with the fruly, a strawberry beer from Belgium that was sweet as sugar. But that combo wasn't the best, I would say. Suddenly I felt very nauseous and dizzy. And I was having a classic party deep talk with a guy who studied to become a priest. I said that I would love to preach, but I didn't really believe in God in that sense. And after that, I don't really know what happened. But it was an epic evening, a la Svenne Banan, Swedish banana as we say. So, if you want to have a true Swedish ski bum experience, I really highly recommend you to visit the Swedish ghetto. Är det fest? Får man komma? Får man ta med sig någon? Hur många är det fest? Ska vi hångla? Släpp till nu då! Sluta krånga! Är det fest? Får man komma? Får man ta med sig någon? Hur många är det fest? Ska vi hångla? Släpp till nu då! Sluta krångla! Vi göra det. Kom igen nu, vi kan köra fler Blir det middags, gull eller party Rull, det spelar ingen roll Jag har full kontroll Ska vi köra på? Tomorrow bitti Sen blir vi ganska busy Jag ska käka vissa spyr Vem kollar upp nu? Vem ska det? Alla skatten, du det spelar ingen roll Jag har full kontroll, du det spelar ingen roll Jag har full kontroll, ska vi skåla På en cola, kom igen då Carola, det är middagsgull Eller partyrull, det spelar ingen roll Jag har full So now I had some Canadian friends, some Swedish friends, and also hot tub friends. Yeah, there's actually a phenomenon called a hot tub friend. Meaning a friend you make when there's a hot tub involved. The temperature in Revelstoke was cooler than it normally is when I arrived, and people were freezing a lot. It was obvious that there was a general craving for a hot tub session. So, I have a hot tub in my garden, and when I mentioned that in a discussion, I realized that I suddenly got a lot of attention. Oh, do you have a hot tub? Uh, Let's become friends! Suddenly, I got a lot of new friends wanting to hang out but they only had time when my hot tub was available. I took the chance and I had some people over for a couple of sessions. But I found that people weren't so tough when they could only stay in the hot tub for a little while. Meanwhile, I, who am a Viking, like to spend at least one hour in the hot tub. And I like to accomplish the session with a dip in the snow to cool down 
at least one or maybe even more. This method makes the whole experience a lot more refreshing and one is able to sustain even longer in the tub. I guess that this practice comes from the Scandinavian sauna experience. Our saunas are like your Canadian hot tubs and we love our saunas. But the sauna doesn't have the same party feeling to it. Like the sauna friend aren't as easy to make. It might be because we Scandinavians like to be naked in our saunas, and I guess that that can be a bit intimidating. But being naked in a hot tub isn't as common as experienced. But actually, uh, I was going to a hot tub recently when I realized that all the guys around me were completely nude. And after confirming with some locals, I've learned that those guys, in turn, are more than hot tub friends. They are granola people. That's a topic that I will have to explore more for the future episodes. Well, if you haven't gotten a hot tub or a sauna nearby, there are always some natural hot springs to visit. And that is, to me, very exotic. In Sweden, we don't have hot springs at all. It's just too cool. It's like a source in nature producing hot water. So if there's a friend to have a craving for, it is a hot spring friend. Suddenly I was here, in a hot spring, in the middle of the deep forest, in Canada, saying Gott nytt år, Happy New Year, to a random group of Swedish friends. It was a starry night, the hot spring was 40 degrees Celsius warm, and we could enjoy the first day of the year, sipping on a beer from Whistler Brewery, listening to some country music coming out of a raspy mini-speaker a la Skibam. It was New Year's Day, and life could not have been much better than this. But how the did I end up here? And that was throwback time from the first episode of Fancy on Tour. It all started with me questioning how I ended up in this hot spring in the middle of the Canadian forest with a group of Swedish friends. Well, now you kind of gotten the answer, how it all happened. And what's going to happen now? Will Fancy on Tour continue? Oh yeah, for sure. Now I'm living in Revy. And the stories will continue. There will be more and more stories to tell, I'm sure. And if you want to know more about me and my stories and the music I play, just check out my Facebook page, Fancy on Tour Podcast. See you! I'm